Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right leftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 93. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews in the sunny state of Missouri. How you doing, Grace? Great. I believe summer is here. It's here, too. I'll tell you, last weekend was a hot one. It's so nice after we had such a cold summer last year. I know you had a hot summer last year, but... Yeah, it was brutal last summer here. I think we're going to have a hot summer, and I love it because, you know, I'm a water person. Right. The water is no fun cold. No, not at all. Not at no. all. But you have a new pool liner. I do, and it looks beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I have to say it does. I yeah. like the dark color. I think you'll have it. Uh, the water a little bit warmer this year. Yeah, that's the idea. But it, it looks nice. It looks very placid. Yes, it does. It yeah. does. It's, like it. it's very I've never, zen, zen-like. I've never seen that color, so it's really cool. Uh, I like it. Thank you. So we got a ton to talk about today. Oh, I know. And today's a very special day for people like me. Uh, the U.S. Embassy opened in Jerusalem today. Yeah. Uh, ceremonious. I, I kind of wish Trump would have been there. And I wonder, due to security reasons, if that's why he did not go. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh, yeah. Uh, he sent a delegation, his daughter Ivanka and her husband, Jared Kushner. Wow. Now, we haven't heard much about Jared Kushner in a while. Sounds like they let him out of the closet. Now, Israel has been his issue all along. Right. Uh, he is Jewish. Peace in the Middle East is important to him. But also, his hot button item was to get the United States to recognize Jerusalem as the official capital of Israel. Right. And by doing that, that meant moving the embassy to Jerusalem. You know, Kushner said it's time to try something better. And I agree with him, even though I think I still think he may be the fall guy in yeah. most the family fall guy, I should say. I think I agree with you. Yeah. But it's true. You know, every president for I don't know. I don't know, since Nixon has said he was going to move the embassy to Jerusalem. They never do it. Yeah, they don't want to be the one responsible for what happened, so they were too scared to do it. Well, yeah, and they say it was, you know, it was something they could hold over the heads during peace talks with the Palestinians. Well, you know, it hadn't worked. Yeah, no doubt. And, and what was it that Einstein said? You know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Exactly. So I do believe that Israel has the right to name its own capital. Yeah. I mean, who are we to say? I mean, would we, would we go to any country and say you can't have your capital where you want it? We decided that you shouldn't, uh, you know, would we go to Putin and say, you know, Moscow can't be the capital? 
Yeah, exactly. You know, no, and we don't even like him. We wouldn't even do it to him. The Palestinians are very upset about this. Though. Oh, yeah. Israel, the Israelis dropped a lot of flyers warning them, stay away from the border. Basically, I'm paraphrasing, we will shoot to kill if you touch the border wall between Gaza and Israel. Well, hmm. you know, 52 Palestinians are now dead. Wow. I many more are injured. Many of these people have used their families as shields. Unbelievable. But I ask you, Connor, how do you compete? How do you go to war, even though, you know, this isn't necessarily a declared war, with people that believe they're going to be in favor of Allah, God, for dying for this Islamic cause? How do you how do you fight that? You cannot beat the those types of people you just can't there's no way because they end up there was just suicide bombing attacks at three churches in indonesia and it was three separate families that pulled off this attack now i'm not sure on the numbers but i saw that only two people died so with three suicide bombers one obviously failed the other two blew themselves up so i would say it was a failed attack but nonetheless it's still happening Exactly. But in their eyes, you know, there'll be 72 vessels waiting for them in heaven. Yeah. And that is very hard to compete with. I mean, you you lose, you know, most people want to live. Yeah. And what religion should be violent? That's kind of a bargaining chip, you know. (laughs) People don't want to live. And there should be no violence in religion. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, what kind of God would want you to kill each other? Yeah. And yet, a lot of our wars have been because of religion. In fact, most, right? Yeah. I mean, really, most of our wars have been over religion. was totally ridiculous. I remember when I was a young kid, that really drove me crazy. Yeah. Well, like college age, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how disrespectful. If you are religious... How disrespectful of your God to kill some of his beings. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. There it is. It's crazy. But I tell you who does want to live. Who's that? And that is Kim Jong-un. Oh, yeah. Kim Jong-un. North Korea is in the midst of dismantling their nuke site. Yeah, dismantling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's strongly accent dismantling because I kind of think it was already kind of destroyed, you know? They're just probably burying it. Yeah, a collapsed building, you're kind of just getting rid of the debris. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But the meeting has been set for in Singapore. It will take place in Singapore between Trump and Kim Jong-un, and it is set for June 12th. Cool. Well, there you go. Um, Yeah. We didn't see that coming. Now, John Brennan, the former CIA director, who seems to be on television an awful lot lately, says Kim Jong-un is duping Trump. And I say, maybe he is. You've got to try. Again, we go back and say, you got to try something different. Because what we've been doing for, you know, since 1954, when Grandpa Kim took over. Yeah, exactly. You know, nothing's worked. Now, I do believe that Kim Jong-un has no choice. His I don't think he does either. His people are starving. They need medicine. And, you know, he might be thwarting 
a coup. Yeah, who knows? True. I mean, when people start starving and they're having to eat bugs out of the grass and worms, you know, they start thinking for themselves. Yeah, okay. There's also word that within two months' time, the country's totally broke, bankrupt. Yeah, I believe that. They're in bad shape, no doubt. Oh, very bad shape. And, you know, word has it that little Kim might be sick, too. Um, mm. He might need some new pantsuits, too. <laughs> you know? Well, maybe he can borrow yeah, a few from Hillary. <laughs> well, they might be out of black fabric. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Hillary would give him a few. Oh, absolutely. Well, we are in this season of Supreme Court decisions. You know, over the next month, we're going to get a lot of new decisions. And uh, one of the very first came out today, and it will make sports fans all over the country very happy because the Supreme Court said states can make that decision about whether their citizens can bet on sports or not. Uh, The word has it that... There will be 32 states that will approve it very quickly in a very short period of time that will amount to 7 to $11 billion in tax revenue. Wow. So the Supreme Court might have been swayed a little bit by the fact that, you know, the government could pick up some bucks. I wonder how many families are going to go without food because dad's got to have it. I know. I do worry about that. I really do. You know, I thought that a really great answer to sports betting was this fantasy football and fantasy baseball and all of that. It kind of fulfilled that need. The guys put out maybe $100 a season and they pull the winnings and, you know, somebody wins. Right. And sports betting in this area at one point was a very serious problem. Wow. I mean, it became mob-like during the 80s and early 90s. So you're right. It makes me a bit nervous. Well, we've had legal betting through our lottery corporation for 20 years, probably. Even betting on games? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's, It's, it's not a big deal. I'm like, yeah, about time you guys caught up. Yeah. Well, do they have a lot of gambling issues no they often put on like advertisements on tv for gambling responsibly yeah so they uh, some of that money some of that lottery money goes back into saying don't spend your money on the lottery right right huh okay well i imagine that canadians sounds like like they handle gambling better Maybe uh, there's less addiction. I don't know. I don't know. We have a lot of gambling addicts as far as casinos go. But yeah, see, part of that might be because it has been illegal, so they'd get an adrenaline rush or something. So who knows? Maybe it's the fact that it's legal here that it's true. a big deal. Well, I know that in Japan, they recently made gambling legal. However, when you go into a casino, they have given you like a, a little card, like a credit card. Yeah. And you have to swipe it. You are not allowed to go in more than three times a week. Oh, interesting. So that's kind of a way of combating it, but yet still allowing it. Wow. Okay. So you can't take a week's vacation at the casino, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wonder why they, they should have made, you know, a little adjustment for the vacation week. Yeah. Maybe they'll tweak it. <laughs> Another thing that a lot of women are very excited about is Gina Haspel's confirmation 
to the CIA as oh, director. Right. She will be the first woman. It looks like it may happen. They have put her through hell. Yeah, I uh, I saw some headlines that didn't look so good. I didn't read any, so I don't know anything about this. Um, she, a couple of Democrats have agreed to vote for her. We'll see if they hold to that. That could put her over the edge in the Senate confirmation hearing. The problem is that she was a part of the team after 911 who took part in enhanced interrogation. Some people call it torture. Enhanced interrogation. She did not make the decision to use enhanced interrogation. Enhanced interrogation was also legal then. Right. It has since been made illegal by Congress. Yeah. So it was legal then. It was. John Brennan was the part of the team. They voted hands down for him to be the CIA director. Now, the story's different for Gina. Now, is that because she is Trump's candidate? Good many, question. Many people believe that, that it is purely politics. But my question is, what would have to happen for a president and Congress to agree to enhanced interrogation again? Have we just gotten so far away from 911 that we don't remember why we did it? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I think another uh, big 911 or something like that, it would be right back in the forefront again. Absolutely. I don't think they stop. They just don't do it as often and they hide it better. And maybe they get other foreigners to do it for them. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you know. And I I still think that when you go back and remember what happened at 911, although we don't want to use those tactics, we had a reason. And no one was killed waterboarding. There were only actually three people Hmm. that work were that it was used on that gave us the information we needed to stop further attacks at that time right so we will see how that goes but i'll be excited because she she seems like a very cool lady to me i think it's cool to have a woman as the head yeah and and the people from the cia love her in fact i saw an interview with a sniper a young sniper and he said that she was the real deal she's She is the woman that made drops. She actually was covert. You know, she was what storybooks are written about. Cool. And well. she was raised in a middle class family, a military brat. So wow. she's kind of one of us regular old people. Well, we wish her lots of luck. Absolutely. Now, Tesla, as we have talked about, every time they sell one of their wonderful cars, they're losing money. Yeah, same with Bugatti. People, yeah. They like the cars. The people do. You know, the government really likes it. They were giving them money at one point. But Tesla is going to have to reorganize. They're going to be cutting expenses. They will be cutting jobs for higher level management. Oh, wow. And, but they will be hiring more hourly people. Wow. Interesting. Cool. And keeping with the car business, GM will now quit making sedans also. Wow. You know, we heard that about Ford last week. I wonder if they, what their definition of sedans is. I have not seen that yet. We'll keep watching that because, you know, Cadillac sedans still sell. Yeah. So, I mean, GM's got the Corvette. They've got the Camaro. Yeah. Is a Corvette a sedan or is that a different class because it's a sports car? I don't know. We'll find out. 
Yeah, I guess. I, I do think, and they'll have to bring the sedans back if gas prices get too high. We know that. But, I, you know, I assume they're okay with that. People want these crossovers. They love the crossovers. On another note, New York Times writer Nicholas Kristof says the media is addicted to covering Trump. I say hell yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he brings in moolah. Yeah, sells he the papers people are reading. Yeah, papers, TV, they are addicted to it. I mean, they may say they hate him. They may say they don't want him to get reelected, but he's good for business. He's good for news. I mean, yeah, he, I mean... He, he makes the news entertaining, tell you the truth. He does. They need him. So uh, I think the interesting part is that a New York Times attorney admitted this. He said even him and his wife's pillow talk was about Trump. <laughs> I would not have admitted that. But, you know. Yeah, wow. Yeah, well, wow. it's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can all imagine that they need some better pillow talk. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh my goodness and on a sad note Marco Kidder Lois Lane died and she was 69 years old she died mm-hmm. yesterday she was so. Canadian too yeah and I didn't know that yeah, yeah. sad and many of our entertainers are Canadian so uh, yeah quite a few are actually but I didn't know it yeah um, the second amendment is causing quite a problem among Democrats. Interesting. You know, blue dog Democrats really like guns. They really like the Second Amendment. Um, we don't talk a lot about blue dog Democrats anymore because it's kind of a term of yesteryear. Nevertheless, there are still some middle of the road Democrats who aren't progressives, who aren't socialists. This is another issue, though, that's dividing the party because the progressives slash socialists, you know, they want to take the guns away. Right. Yeah. This is going to be a hard one for them to overcome. And how do you do that all within one party? I mean, that sounds like two parties. It does, but if they split, they'll never win an election. And they know that. <laughs> exactly. They won't have votes. So um, I don't know how they solve some of these issues. Huh. You know, in France, France needs to clean up their act. They need to somehow get a grip on these these. I don't know, terrorist attacks. There were four injured and one dead with a, from a knife attack uh, near the Opera House in Paris. The suspect was on a list with 40,000 other people. Wow. As a person of interest. They have a that, lot of interesting people there then. However, you heard that this might not have been a terrorist act. So he was on the list. That doesn't mean his, his crime was terrorist, I assume. However, we won't know because he's dead. Yeah. The police well, didn't kill him. So maybe he was just on the crazy list. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, they need to shorten that list, surely. Yeah. They don't have. That's a very small country. Come on. France yeah. has 40,000 suspects. I don't think they got that kind of police. Yeah. Wow. To definitely prioritize or something. Yeah. Well, speaking of crazy, a young lady was driving through the U.S. She was going from, uh, she was going through Georgia. I think she was heading to Florida for a job interview. Her name was Emily Neald, and she was stopped for speeding in Georgia, and she was arrested for having a Canadian driver's license. Yeah, or mean. Yeah, so it cost are, are her. Are Canadians normally bad drivers? No, hell no. We're good drivers. You know, it cost her eight hundred and eighty dollars to get out of jail. Oh my gosh! And another two hundred going. 
another 200 to get her car out of impound. So, wow. Was there probable cause to stop her? Like, was she speeding? She was speeding. Okay. Yeah. okay. She was speeding. But the officer said her driver's license was no good in Georgia, which was totally wrong. Anyways, the charges have been dismissed, but now she's got to fight for her money back, which will probably cost her more than the over $1,000 that she put out. Oh, yeah, it will. I promise you that it won't be worth it. Uh, It's interesting to find out, though, can a Canadian come here and rent a car? Of course. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of differences between our road rules and your road rules. Well, you just you just have to stop more for moose here. When I when um, you come here, I'll do the driving. Just okay. Right. That'll scare you enough. <laughs> well, you know, after reading that story, I started to look into. Hey, has this ever happened before? And I found a story by the CBC as well, and this was from 2014, I believe, this story was published. So the Washington Post this week reported that in the past 13 years, so that would have been 2014 to 2001, there have been 61,999 cash seizures on roadways in the U.S. U.S. Yeah, Uh, from Canadians. Okay, Canadians. Yeah. So we're easy targets, I guess. The total haul in those years, $2.5 billion. Oh my gosh. Half of the seizures were below 8800 which means half were above $8,800. Yeah. So, you wow. You're in some cash, aren't you? I I guess. This goes a little further, too. Actually, it's not just Canadians. This article goes into mentioning that there was a minority businessman from Georgia who was relieved of 75000 he'd raised from relatives to buy a restaurant in Louisiana. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Also, minority church leaders who were carrying nearly $30,000 from their parishioners to carry out church activities in North Carolina and El Salvador. They took that money, too. Um, a young college grad, no criminal record, on his way to a job interview out west, relieved of $2,500 his dad lent him to take the trip that's so sad yeah so it's uh and and these things go to fund like police charities yeah but why doesn't trudeau or do you have what do you do you have an attorney general or something comparable that were yeah we have against the the u.s or some of these people for their citizens to get this money back You'd think. I know. I know. I know. We would do that in the United States. Guys took our money. We would be suing your asses because we like to sue. Yeah. Well, Trudeau would much rather just give other countries tons of taxpayer money, anyways. So, uh, yeah. Guys, better get him out of there. You're not gonna have any money left for us. Oh, they're working on it. They're working on it. Some interesting stuff is happening. We've got the progressive conservatives now smooching up to the party Quebecois or the Bloc Party, in Quebec. And now, basically, whoever wins in Ontario and Quebec wins the election because they have more seats than the rest of Canada. So this could be very interesting that, you know, there's, there's parties that are teaming up to take him out. So And his approval rating is just through the floor. So only a matter of time, we're hoping. I hope so. But I think he's banking on a lot of illegal immigrants for votes. Just like the California Democrats, he's taken some really bizarre uh, lessons from Soros and the Dems. That's for sure. Oh, he sure has. Yeah. We can agree with that, right? Yep. 
And we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anyone's victim. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.